0: Welcome to Unqualified Sports, with the unqualified athlete and the most team. qualified opinions. Yes. I hear that. Y'all, I know y'all hear she back. He took like a two-week <laughs> off. He took two weeks <laughs> hiatus from the show. He decided he had to be back on the show, but we got a jam-packed show Nigga we talk Nigga about. Nigga, kick me off the show. Man, we, ain't, yeah, we go. Now I got to get back. See, when it was just me and Shy, editing was so easy. She back on the show. Now it's going to take me book who long. Either, either way. We got the Rams and the Chiefs game that was last night. Does the MVP race change in the league? AFC, NFC, LeBron dropping 51, Kimber putting up 60. I mean, we got a jam-packed show, so let's get right to it. Rams, Chiefs, Monday night football, highest scoring game ever in a Monday night football game. Man, I, man, what y'all peel from this, man? What y'all took away from this game? What hey. are
1: talking
2: about
0: again? We're talking
1: about,
2: talking about the Rams the game and last night. <laughs> oh, the Rams and the
1: Chiefs? Oh, you're great, Sean. Yeah, I think it was an excellent game. Action-packed. I mean, if you like defense, you probably was cringing. But the offense definitely shows up. And ironic in the game that had the most points scored in Monday Night Football history, it was the defensive play that filled the game by Marcus Peters. Over his former team, the Chiefs, that had traded him this prior season. So I don't know, man. It was a dope game. though. It definitely lived up to the expectation. What you think, Chief?
2: Uh, it, it, I think it lived up to the expectation. Uh, I'm a little disappointed in the Rams defense a little bit, but I understand they're dealing with some injuries and stuff like that. Uh, they actually in this three defense. I, I believe a four three. Could be more effective in, in certain certain scenarios and certain teams they play, but uh, yeah, yeah, the Chiefs are who we who who I think they are, uh, and the Rams are who I think they are a little bit. So, some kind of with the Rams find a way to win. That's my Super Bowl pick so
0: far. Keep
2: rolling, let's go Rams.
0: Tell me this: Do y'all think that um, like how do y'all view Patrick Mahomes after this game? You know, some people giving him flack and like he made all these mistakes, but then some people saying other other viewpoints as far as like how he still kept his team in the game. Like, what do y'all do? You think this is a worse game for him, or do you think this this is like something that you know is is something that might actually be better for him in the future?
2: Uh, I think this makes him a better player personally. Uh, he played against a real good team in the Rams. Who are who are very well coached. And we can't forget that Patrick Mahomes rookie. He's rookie. You know what I'm saying? So what to This is to go out there season. You know, technically
0: huh? this is second season now. He's he's still as far as well, amount of games. He yeah, plays, as far, far as playing, he's a rookie. Right. He's a rookie. To me he's a rookie. I
2: can't I I don't expect him to go out there and just beat everybody. At the end of the day, because at the end of the day, his defense still gave up so many points. I understand he's the quarterback leader of the team, but he can't go out there and stop touchdowns from being forward. Hold on, sheet.
0: I have he to. Don't say can this, go out there
2: and do what he can.
0: I have to say this: he gave up himself twenty-one points. So, minus twenty-one that. points, that might have changed the game. Hey, we don't know that.
2: It's possible, but at the same time, bruh, the man just. Come on man. How many games you
0: played in the NFL? I think this is this was what, uh this week eleven, twelve games? This is twelfth game? Play one game. Yeah. Yeah. Game. yeah. How many touchdowns he done throw? Uh, like thirty plus,
2: huh?
0: Thirty seven? I think. I think he yeah, 30. he on track to hit at least he on track to hit fifty as uh, close 55. to fifty as possible, huh? Yeah, he he, he on track to hit fifty five right now. I think that's uh, what I heard last. That's what I heard last but you know that changes. Oh man, the the man good, bruh. He I expect him to
2: make mistakes. The Rams have one of the best defenses in the league, bruh. So come on, bruh. And not only do they have one of the best defenses, bruh, they have a lot of vets on their team who've been playing for a long time, bruh. And like I said, they were well coached. Hell of a coach over there for that league, man. Hell of a coach.
0: I agree. What
1: you, what you got, Sean? Yeah, Catching Mahomes did all he could do. man three six touchdowns. Like he did throw a pick six. I can't say he's personally responsible for twenty one points. But he did he threw three interceptions. That last intercept I count that as a throw because they had what, twenty five seconds left on the clock. He was just trying to make a play down the field. But that that picky threw to Marcus Caesars. That one was a crucial one, and that picked 62 earlier in the game. That was a crucial one. But the man scored two six types of downs, bro. He did all he could do to keep his team in the game. And I think for him to play that well against that Rams defense, he played phenomenal. His defense really failed him. So if you put up 51 points, you're supposed to win a football game. I don't care what
0: happened. That's right. just my take Well, <clears throat> I'm I ain't trying to play Devil's advocate. I ain't trying to necessarily go against what y'all are saying. Um, but I I will say this and it's not to crucify him. I think this just go to show kind of like what she said, um, his inexperience on that last pick. Um, like you like you said he tried to make a play when he ran out the man that was covering seventeen, I don't, I don't know who seventeen is, but seventeen was wide open. Could have got the first that's down. That's ran that's out that's of that's that's Kindly, Conley. he could have caught the ball. Went, got the first down. Ran out of bounds. You still have seventeen, maybe fifteen, between fifteen and I guess twenty seconds left in the game. Real quickly, play the great players. What they do, they make the small plays to make the big play because a big play could be two yards. It don't have to be eighty. You see what I'm saying? So. That's just in his mind, like you say, the inexperience. I think that played a huge role, because the mistakes that he made were like just him being either tired at certain points, like the picky, the pick six he threw. He, even the commentator broke it down. He just was being lazy. He literally just didn't change his footwork. He was just like a statue. He ain't putting none of his hips into his pads. He just was being talked down. And when you're tired, you lose uh, fundamentals, technique. and technique. Mm-hmm. And, and you make mistakes, and that's, and that's one thing that the greats figure out ways to mentally overcome that, and I think that that's something that he seems cerebral enough to be able to adjust some of that throughout this season, but that might play a big, big, big role in the playoffs if we see him make mistakes like this because we didn't see him make this many mistakes in one game, so hopefully this is an, an anomaly, and we don't have to see this more than once from him because then we're gonna look at him as if he's uh, uh, not so much a Brett Favre, more of a Tony Romo, and, and you don't want to get that type of reputation. <laughs> you just don't want to have that type this, of this reputation. Well, what I'm is saying surreal. is, I'm, I'm I, not, I'm, what I'm saying is, is, these are the type of moments that add up over time. You know, Tony Romo first mess up mm-hmm. wasn't this, this magnitude, but this is huge magnitude. A lot of you know, like, we we all watching this. So, this is a big mess-up. If he have a lot more of these, quote-unquote, big mess-ups, that could, that could also shift his career in another way. So, you know, I gotta,
1: think Tony Romo's first mess-up is worse than this. Right.
0: I agree. I agree, but it's just... That's why yeah. I say hopefully this is an, an anomaly. I don't want I don't think he's going to go in that direction by any means. But if he does, okay. then that's, that's what is going to lead to that type of criticism. So... Uh, hopefully he bounces back. I think it's simple mistakes he can fix, but he definitely have to fix them because five turnovers in a game, regardless of how much is your fault or not, if it's on you, it's on you, and that's just how that goes. you got to take responsibility for whatever your action is. That's how they're going to put it. you got to figure out ways to make yourself better in them situations, and a couple of those situations he could have made different plays Uh, to, to make. Let me that. ask you a question. Yes, I'm listening.
1: Let me ask you a question. What quarterback have you seen look as good as Patrick Mahomes looks this, this first season as a start?
0: None. It's hard for me to say what quarterback I've seen look as good as Patrick Mahomes looks, period. Like, it's hard for me to put too many people ahead of him, period. You see what I'm saying? Like, this type of season, you haven't seen. We don't see this many seasons like this. Like, we maybe have seen three in our lifetime, three or four like this. Personally, that we can probably re- recall, maybe three: Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. That's really it. Be this good? Yep. Like maybe Drew Brees? Be this good? I yeah. Don't know. So I mean, and I, this is this is prime prime Peyton
1: Manning and Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Exactly. So, not even young. Yeah.
0: So I mean, I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put no rookie up against that. This is something that's different from everything else. It's completely different. But, um. Speaking of these all these other quarterbacks, we got a real one, really good quarterback. He's, he's kind of putting up, uh, which is I don't know if this is disrespectful or not. I hope it's not. He putting up two attack level lower, uh numbers uh, oh, man. right now twenty five touchdowns, one interception. I mean, in the NFL, that is ridiculous. What are we talking about? I'm talking about the Drew Brees and the Saints. So we just talked about the Rams and the Chiefs. The Saints looking real good. They beat the Rams a couple of weeks ago. Who y'all think the best team in the NFL is? I, I can't.
2: Man. I'm not going to Uh These past two weeks since I've been gone, man, I, I was able to watch a little football. Shout out to Eric Reed for signing so I could do that. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I did catch a, a good bit of Saints Saints uh The boys look good um defense shaky sometimes but they 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 make the plays when they gotta make them. Uh outside of the Chiefs they probably have the best offense in the league to be honest with you. It's not the best. I don't know the numbers to, to put behind that exactly but I'm not gonna lie to you man. The the Saints the Saints are a scary team. Uh I can't think of anybody that's really better than them right now. To be honest with you, uh, I still feel like even though the season is almost over, uh, it's a long, it's a long season. But as of right now, I, I, I don't have no problem saying they're the best team in, in the NFL right now. Only because they, their defense is good enough to, uh, to actually win win a Super Bowl. To be honest with you, I I can I, I believe that their team is good enough to win the Super Bowl. Okay, what about you,
1: Sean? Yeah, see, that's like. That hurted you to say that. You did that.
2: You, it did. It, it did. You said niggas was stuttering and everything. I'm, yeah, that's what great.
1: I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it, great. It you to say that, bro?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. I really don't like to say that. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: okay. So, personally, I'm gonna go with the Saints as well. I think um, I think they're better than the Rams based off the fact that they beat the Rams at home uh, in a very close game. But the Saints right now, the way they're destroying people, it's hard to pick against them. And they just hung forty-eight on a. (laughs) We got to play nice weekend.
0: Um they played.
1: I know they played the Bengals one week, and then they played the well, the
0: Redskins yeah. before that. They put 40 on them, too. Uh. Yeah, they put 50 on the Bengals
1: that day. huh? Yeah, they
0: did. They, put 50 they just
1: beat the Eagles. They beat the Eagles yeah, 40 That was good to Yeah, that was good to see. Yeah. That was actually good. Now, now, Malcolm Jenkins was salty. Stuck his middle finger. up at Sean
0: Payton. So Felt like Kyrie. You know, after, after
1: the game. Uh, the when, yeah, yeah, after Kamala caught that at the Kamala caught that morning. But the Saints are playing like that right now. I'm not going to be no no hater. They they play really good football. Um, the defense looks like they're coming around. I don't know if the defense is playing better because the offense are just overwhelming and dominating teams right now. It, it's a long season, like you said, and we're about to the middle end, about the end of the middle, and we're headed down the, the home stretch. And we're gonna see if they can maintain this. I believe they got Carolina twice, they got the Falcons, they have the Cowboys, and Pittsburgh, I believe, is their man of Steven. So let's see if they can keep it keep it rolling. But the Rams have the same record. As a matter of fact, the Rams have an extra win because they haven't had their buy yet. So the Saints are definitely gonna to have to keep winning if they wanna maintain this home field advantage throughout the playoffs. But that's an interesting race to keep to keep an eye on. But um the Saints are playing great football, man. Drew Believe is playing phenomenal. Like you said, twenty five touchdowns in one pick. I think the only close person to that type of ratio is Aaron Rodgers. I believe he has nineteen or twenty touchdowns and only one interception itself. But they're rolling, man. They're definitely rolling.
0: They are, man. Um uh, in the in our pre meeting we kinda were discussing some hypothetical, because I'm—I'm be honest, I can't come up with no reason that anybody else is right now better than them. Like, so I can't even dispute what y'all saying, because they really just that good. And Drew Brees just—he just—he throwing eighty percent, um, like he almost completed eighty percent of his pass. He about to reset his own record of being accurate, like his completion percentage is ridiculous. Like, it's just ridiculous, bro. Uh, so, I'm not gonna dispute that Michael Thomas. They they still disrespecting him. I was just hearing him on TV today saying how Tyreek Hill and no disrespect to Tyreek Hill because he had 10 receptions, 210 yards for what, two or three touchdowns last night. He probably the most explosive player in football. He the most explosive player in football is probably Tyreek Hill. But Michael Thomas is not even being mentioned. Like he they all they almost talking about Michael Thomas, like he's not a top five receiver right now. And he need to be respected when you're going against the Saints, period. But hypothetically speaking, the Rams gonna get Talib back, the Chiefs gonna get Eric Berry back. Do those two things make their teams that much better to compete or be better than the team that y'all say is the best team in the league? Um, when I speak
1: about the Eric Berry, uh, returning, now that she, uh, talk about the, the coming back. But I think Eric Berry does make the, the Kansas City entirely different team. Because the, the Chiefs are getting, getting pressure with the UCC line. Their secondary just can't stop anything. And with Eric Berry being that center fielder, game changing type of player, if he's healthy, He's definitely a top, what, three safety in the NFL? Yeah. And I think he he has that type of big play capability. But when you talk about teams that have offenses like the Saints, the Rams, and the Chiefs, you really just need a big defensive player, or maybe two, to really change the tide of that game. Get that team one or two extra possessions, and then they'll be able to put a game away. Right now, the Chiefs are missing that player that can go out and get them that extra possession they need to really fill games. The Chiefs have the Chiefs have two losses. They lost forty three to forty against New England and he lost fifty four to fifty one against the Rams. Barry Barrett makes one play in either of those games, this is an entirely different game we're talking about. The defense is giving up forty points and forty three points in a loss and fifty four points in the loss. You just need this team to Kill you one possession, one or two possessions, and this offense just can't be stopped. So, like I said, a player like Eric Berry really can change the whole makeup of that Chiefs do, in my opinion. Do, do that make them better than the Saints? Uh, I still have to see him play, but I do think that boosts their chances a whole lot. Okay,
0: what you think, She? What about the uh, what about Talib coming back to the round?
2: Talib just bring the attitude, really. He doesn't bring the same thing that Eric Berry brings because Eric Berry also uh, controls the defense. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. makes the calls. He, he he calls the audibles. He does those things. For the Chiefs, Whereas Khalid, he out there. Basically, the most he's really doing, other than locking down his player to the best of his ability, is bringing that attitude to the Rams that uh, and Dominican Su and, and Aaron Donald doesn't bring, and they don't bring. Uh, cause although they, they seem, they are seen as tough players, especially in Dominican Sue, Akeem Talib it's like, yeah, I, I would put him somewhat to another level, because he, he's more vocal. You can look at the Dominican and see that he probably just wouldn't, wouldn't tell you nothing here just look at you like, you do it one more time and I'm going to in your mouth. But he doesn't even <laughs> really like tell you like keep playing me and I'm going to in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Oh no. I'll probably bathe you
0: yeah, in your
2: mouth.
0: He probably
2: Yeah, he probably would just bathe in right, your mouth.
0: Right, 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 right when I don't
2: chain. know because he, he told Crabtree if he played with me again I'm going to take your chain from you before he took his chain from
0: him. But he's right. Tomorrow's the, the yeah. story is he going to take your chain or he going to bathe in your mouth like at the end of it.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do and, so I don't I don't know if that would make them that much better than the Saints, uh, especially with losing Cooper Cup, uh, uh, him being hurt, in this season for the rest of this season he, he gonna be dealing with an injury. That yeah. that's what we know. He, he gonna be dealing with an injury. But he come back and not.
0: This uh this is very interesting what you're saying to me, she because. I never heard nobody put stuff like finesse defense together, but it's almost like they got a finesse defense. Like, they got a lot of the Rams. It's like they they divas almost on the cool. They all so much they all so starry. Like, it's almost like they not tough. And I think I think you make a good point. If they do bring Talib back, they need some type of toughness. Like they need the Draymond Green, you know what I'm saying, to go with the Aaron Donald type thing. Like, because Aaron Donald, as dominated as he is, and he's he's a, he's a pretty tough cat. As we seen last night against an offense that explosive, it didn't even matter that this man did the strip sacks. I just I was like, man, my home's not gonna come back from this. And then the day was up, and I'm yeah. like, what? Like it just was like mind boggling how that little dude could just actually overcome those. Thing, those traumatic things. This is a big. This is like a huge game. Like this, is the Super Bowl of the regular season right here. Like no game yeah, is gonna be that,
2: bigger than this. but that speaks to the toughness of, of, of Pat Mahomes. So
0: that's that's, yeah, that that that's to tough That's what I'm saying. But what I'm what I, what I mean is that toughness of to lead adds another element. And I agree too. Is we shot as far as Eric Barrett. I don't know. Well, my question before before we finish, does that put them? Do, will that make them better than the Saints? Because I think that'll be a good matchup between to leave and, and uh Mike uh yeah, you know Mike really? <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Forgot his last name real fast. But uh yeah, what you think about that? It make him better than the Saints?
2: Uh personally bro, I'm not gonna lie to you, uh I have a great respect for uh for Michael Thomas. He in Sean Payton's system he is possibly not guardable. In Sean Payton's system, He and with Drew Brees, he is possibly not, you, you're not going to lock him down as far as I'm concerned. And in, in that system, and with his talent, and with Drew Brees at quarterback, and with having to deal with the other threats they have, like Alvin Kamara, and and Mark Ingram, kind of, and Traquan Smith, like he really might not be called. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So do I think he'll make it tough for him? Yeah. Because Michael Thomas way younger than Talib. So I believe he's he quicker than him and stuff. So it's not the Taleb that we that we remember or have seen lock up your Gronkowski and and, and Crabtree's and other top wide receivers. You know what I'm saying? He may be older, slower, and he might be a little smarter, but, but against a, a Sean Payton system, him being smarter could hurt him too. <laughs> so I, I don't know if, I don't, I, I don't really know, to be honest with you, how much, how much of a difference he would play. But it was a close game. Uh, I, I think the biggest thing that, that changes if they play again, is the coaching really of the, the Rams? That that I think that that'll make the change because they fall back. They scored like what three, four touchdowns in the third quarter alone.
0: Yeah, they did. Yeah, they. Put up to
2: get the back point. into the game, so so hard they work, they these yeah. he saw at halftime that he figured out to fix it. You know what I'm saying? To to almost fix the entire thing. Yeah. So I think coaching gonna be the biggest thing right there, and having Talib back makes that. Mm-hmm. I hope his job easier, but I don't know if that uh, – it won't guarantee anything, to be honest, because Sean Payton, he he's not a pushover coach. So I'm sure he's going to go back and look at some things that, that happened in the third quarter. Hey,
0: this is amazing, bro. This is amazing, bro. I don't think ever in this podcast history will we ever give this much respect to the New Orleans Saints. Oh, my God. oh. <laughs> Yeah, this is probably the only time this will ever happen. They get some respect right now, but you can't help it. Like you just gotta respect greatness. You know, what I'm saying it is what it is. They really good right now, and they they the number one team. We say in the NFL, um, NFC, AFC divisions. We kind of had an interesting convo about this too. Which division do y'all feel? In the sheet, I'll let you take NFC shots. You take AFC. Is the the tougher division?
1: Yeah, see.
2: Oh, you got
1: it, man. You got Well, you know, I'm a I'm a big AFC advocate. And my favorite team is in the AFC, of course. We won four games in a row, by the way. But um, I'm gonna go AFC, man. Like I said earlier, uh, I think the NFC is top heavy with the Rams and the Saints. The so Rams been ten and one, and the Saints is nine and one, I believe. But after that, I do feel like the next, maybe the five best teams is possibly in the AFC with the Chiefs, the Steelers, and the New England Patriots, of course, became the AFC champions. And then there's a couple other teams that's playing like the Chargers and the Texans and then I would go Bears, who all three have the same record. But I do think they're an accepted bracket from those other teams that I named in the beginning. But I do feel like the most step is in the AFC. I think that, well, I don't think, I know the division races are a lot closer, when no division is separated by more than two games. So I know they're a lot tighter than the NFC is when the NFC. The Saints have a three-game lead in the Carolina, and the Rams have a four-game lead over Seattle. Now the NFC East is pretty competitive, where I believe the Redskins are six and four, and the Cowboys are five and five, and the Eagles are six. So they're they're battling it out, and I do believe the NFC North um is kind of close with the Packers and the Bears. I think that's a two-game difference. but I do think the AFC has the most depth
0: across the board in the NFC.
2: Okay. What you got, she Huh? Man, be honest, man. I don't know if uh, I should compare the AFC to somewhat of like what the SEC is to, to college because they really just beating up on each other out there. Uh, and they, their records reflect that. Whereas in the NFC, you have a a lot of weak teams. Like you, you just know, like depending on who they play, that it's an L that they're gonna mm-hmm. take. Uh, so I had to agree with with Shad on the on the AFC part with them having uh, tough, tough, tough teams over there. To be honest with you, it, it's, it's a lot of tough
0: teams over there. It's a lot worse weather over there too. It in the East. In yeah, the, uh, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I, I don't know how much that play a role, but it just popped in my mind. Like the weather way worse in the east, so it's harder to play football in those conditions. Majority at towards the end of the season, anyway. Um, so it's the Cowboys got an
2: indoor stadium. Uh huh. Uh-huh. They got a what?
0: What did that mean, son? <laughs> huh?
2: Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just asking. So I was
1: just asking. I, I wanted to make sure.
0: Trying to play outside, y'all, y'all can't play outside. That's the
2: said. Anyway, we ain't got uh, to be in the NFC. <laughs> we gotta play outside too much. Let's play Chicago, and we got a running game. Yeah, but and that and that's, that's the problem too. Again, in, in, the, in the NFC, what you what you have in teams like Dallas and Philly, like that that division over there, you you can call it open because of their records being close, but you don't even really know if the Eagles are even really good because of their inconsistency. You don't know if the Cowboys are actually getting it together or are they are they playing well or they, you know what I'm saying? You, you, just, you, you believe that the, the Redskins are trash and then they come back after losing three games and they blow somebody out? Like, the Giants... We don't even need to talk about the Giants.
0: They're actually on the road, though. They won two games straight. And they play the Eagles. That's not a real road. It's not but a real road. This season, I'm just saying, they, they <laughs> might upset the Eagles, but then you're going to be looking at it like, was it an upset? Because they so – they so every team just seems so evenly garbage.
1: And I'm a cowboy. Yeah. Man. They
0: just seem evenly garbage. Like, I don't know.
1: Evenly garbage.
0: Am I – but I, I – And I'm a fan of the team. I'm a fan of the Cowboys. I'm not even being biased. Like, they list just legit. All seem like they can't. Like, nobody's picking any NFC East team to win not one game in the playoffs this, this year. Not one. Yeah, nobody's gonna
2: have a team in the playoffs. Just pick it off with this one in the division. Whoever wins the division.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) uh, I, I, but I mean,
2: with the Rams and the Saints, being the two teams in the NFC, I can't see either one of those teams winning the Super Bowl. It's just less likely, based off the AFC and their history and their coaches over there. The Steelers head coach, awesome coach. The head coach, legendary coach. Matter of fact, Stale the head coach. You might as well see a legendary coach, too. When was the last time he missed the playoffs?
0: He don't. don't miss the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm
2: saying? When was last time man missed the playoffs?
0: And he just turned the season around, Though They had a lot of turmoil on that team. And Le'Veon is really you know, not going to play this season. We ain't never touch on it, really. But <laughs> he's not playing this season. And he didn't really turn that team around. And I, that's one reason I got to give like, somebody like Stephen A credit for saying. If it was another coach, and, you know, that's his secret way of saying if it was a white coach, y'all would have been like, look how great of a job he's doing. But since it's a black coach, yeah, all like, oh, it's okay. We knew they was that good anyway. Nah, he turned right. the team around, and he need to, he deserved the credit. So I totally agree with you on that shit. Yeah. With the Chiefs, look,
2: look what they're doing. Uh, it, based off of their head coach's uh, track record, we have to wait until the playoffs to really see, you know what I'm saying, to really see,
1: you know what I'm saying,
2: what would be really made of, to be honest
1: with you. For his credit, though, he has gotten to the Super Bowl before. It wasn't his fault his quarterback is throwing up in the huddle. That's true. And <laughs> T.O. put on a show with a
0: what? With, with some type of series injury. In his, his legs leg, or, or some, some shit? shit. And his ankle, Yeah. yeah. Was
2: a, uh, yeah. So I don't even know if he even got them to the Super Bowl. I'd I, I say Teal got them to the Super Bowl. No. The Hall yeah. of Famer.
0: In
2: Hall
0: Westbrook.
2: of Famer Terrell on. Yeah, Hall of Famer, my bad. Gold Jagger, Teal. We're going to <laughs> gonna
0: talk about Hall of Famer yeah. later
1: in the show. <laughs> <laughs> what a petty,
0: petty, petty dude. <laughs> but actually, dog, I don't mean to cut y'all's sheet, but. One thing we we I made a mistake and skipped over this. MVP conversation. We kind of touched on some of the quarterbacks and they played Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, um, some stuff like that. We talked about quarterbacks. Do y'all have anybody else or uh, do y'all think this last night's game changed the complexity? Or this just this last week in the NFL? I'm gonna say the last week, because a lot of things been occurring in the league right now. A lot of players been playing out their minds. So, do y'all think this last week kind of opened your eyes up to to a different MVP race?
2: No, not for me. Uh, Kyle Gurley can't give himself the ball. Uh, that, that's just, it's, a, it's, a, it's as simple as that. He can't give himself the ball. Um, due to the NFL's history, fans' history, all that stuff, uh... You're gonna, you're gonna look at the quarterbacks first. You're gonna see what Drew Brees is doing. You're gonna see what Pat Mahomes is doing. You, you know what I'm saying? That That's your first look for MVP. When, when you even start talking about MVP before the season even starts, you're talking about what the quarterbacks did last season. And then you talk about what my girl did last season. Then you talk about what Antonio Brown did last season. You know what I'm saying? So it's, that's just like, natural human NFL nature, you know what I'm saying? To give the quarterback all the glory and, and all that stuff. But Kyle Girl is a, a come on man, it's, it's ridiculous what he's doing to discredit what Drew Bree's doing. He, he's having a hell of a season, Pat Pat hasn't he's having a hell a hell of a season. Um the picks might set him back a little bit. Uh
0: but just depending pool. on how hold on one one second. Just yeah. this month, he's throwing seventeen touchdowns and four picks. You can continue. That's Patrick Mahomes. Just this month, Tom Brady is seventeen and seven picks in the season. Just, just put that out there. Just put it out there. But Yeah,
2: that's, but that's amazing. Ty, what, what Ty Gurley is doing uh, in a pass-heavy league on a team with three wide receivers who each can give you a thousand yards in the season on any other team, possibly. Like, they stack. I mean, they stack, I yeah, mean, I you know what I'm saying? saying? It's, it's, it's a hell of an offense. It's a hell of an offense, bro. They, they could easily go out there and say, Jack, Goff throw the ball 50 times a game for me. If say, go do that. And then they hand but the ball of off game. to the top, girl, like 10, 15 times.
0: But you ain't saying nothing about what you call it. He been balling, too. He, he had a good game last night, too. He threw four hundred yards and four touchdowns. Jared Goff. <laughs> he had a great game. I mean, he was out mm-hmm. played in a sense. Well, actually, he played better. He actually played better. He didn't make as many turnovers. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's up. That's up for debate. We, we ain't gotta talk about that. I'm just he saying. Did, but what I'm he saying is his numbers but... great too. That's all I'm saying. He, he got even better yeah. numbers too. But, first, I'm, I'm tired, my guy man. Ty, my guy, Ty for president, huh? She... Uh, huh? Ty Gurley for, pre- for president, huh? Probably. Probably. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> what God. you got, Shad? What, boy, what Ty, you got, bro? Shy, bro? <laughs> <laughs> man, I got to be in a three-man race right now between Coach Mahomes, Drew Christopher Bruce, and Ty Gurley. Um, My hard time now actually coming into this last night showdown. and I know he's going to take a lot of criticism, you know, with the interception going through. But the man played a phenomenal game. Like, I really don't know what more from the man. But after that game, even though he didn't really play like that, or anything like that last night, but I think I'm every girl, man. First in the league in Russia, first in the league in Tuckville, it was that close with anybody else would been Like she said, a pass happening in this game like last night where he do not get the amount of touches that he probably should in the office where his quarterback is, He's now starting to play really, really, really at a high level. it's really going to take the pressure off of him going down the stretch. And I believe that's going to lead to a fresher time girl to come playoff time. And that only you know, smells trouble for opposing teams. But right now, what Todd really doing over the span of this season is phenomenal. And if he keeps it up playing at this level, I do think, man, the running really back should get some love, man. Especially in a league that doesn't value running backs as much as he did in the
0: past. Okay. Well, as far as what I think, I, I think personally this week has opened my eyes to other players. And I know Drew Brees, like y'all say, I mean, we, we can't speak enough about what Drew Brees doing. We can't speak enough about Pat Mahomes with 37 touchdowns um, on on pace for 50-plus. Drew Brees uh, being the most, probably going to be hands down the most accurate quarterback of all time, period. Um, and he's showing it in his year when he's 39 years old. It's it's just, it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, but I think they got other players that, one, for their position, is playing out their mind. Two, another one, he quietly balling Andrew Luck, 29 touchdowns, nine interceptions on the season. 29 touchdowns. In the last seven games, Andrew Luck has thrown at least three touchdowns. Some of the games he threw four. I want to say it was two or three of them in the last, I think it's three, in the last seven games he's thrown four touchdowns through three in the other one. They're not, they not winning, so he's not going to get the spotlight. And plus, you know, he quote unquote started the year with the bum shoulder and all that stuff and they had to get uh Brissette to come in and throw the hell married because his arm wasn't strong enough and blah, blah, blah. He got the criticism. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he hey, right now, him himself, he balling. They team they team on a little winning streak right now, so they're doing good. Uh and, and like Ashai oh. pointed out, they in a they in a tough quote unquote tougher div a tough, pretty tough division. Um Look like you don't know what to take from the Titans. The Jacksonville Jaguars look like they're giving up on a season, like almost like they are imploding. I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah. Um uh, so it's the right time for Andrew Luck to get on this high streak. But I'm gonna say this, Brian. and it's something that when I think about I know we you know, we oh, we're gonna go running back. Aaron Donald might be top five defensive tackles all the time right now. Just to, just statistically. He might be. Right now? Right now, crazy. he might be top five defensive tackle, not player. Not player. I'm not saying all player. All time. Defensive tackle, yeah. Yeah, all yeah. time. Right now. All he, the time, right now. He might be at this um, point. He I only five he years into his career. He didn't want two defensive players and I he got 54, 54, 55 sacks. Right now, he has 54. 14 and a half sacks at the eleven game mark of the season. <laughs> As a defensive tackle, that—that's defensive in outside linebacker numbers, and he stopped the run and he creating turnovers. He clear cut right now to me is the best defensive player in the league. Shout out to Khalil mack doing this thing. He had an awesome game this past week too, but he ain't putting up these type of numbers, and he play a different position.
2: I got to I got it. I got to check the numbers. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh... Because the defensive tackle wasn't one of those positions where you truly truly just paid attention to when when we were younger
0: and stuff like that. I you know agree. what I'm saying? I agree. So, and I'm a step so ahead of you. It, 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 it's something to really look into. Oh, you, you looked into it? I'm a step ahead of you. Well, where I'm we step, at? I'm a step ahead of you. Last year they did a, they did a, a ranking of the top defensive tackles all time. And you had, right. I'm not tooting my own horn, bro, two of the top five was Cowboys, I think, uh, Lily and uh can't think of the other guy's name and it had like I think Warren Sapp might have rounded out the top five mm-hmm. and uh you had some other like cool. some older cats. Uh then you had like Mean Joe Green was number one or whatever. Um so you had no actually Cowboys was number one, mean Joe Green was number two. But either way, you know, these are players that most of us really didn't watch. We watched Warren Sapp. Um we watched a few of the people on the list, but when you think of defensive tackle, you think automatically you think run-stop. They're great at the run-stop. They're not really heavy on sacks. When they do get 10-plus sacks, they had a great season, like great season. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about it, when I think like how you revolutionize the game at your position, Mean Joe Green, they changed rules for him because he, a, him and Deacon Jones will slap you on side your head to move you. They had to change the rule for them because they used to dominate you just by hitting you, basically punching—forgive my French—when she on the show, Punch I guess you in much, your shit. punching you in your shit to get you out the way, <laughs> like. And they they dominated that's with that's this, it. right? What I, what I the reason I bring it up, Aaron Donald haven't necessarily had a rule change, but when you look at how certain players change stuff, like Steph Curry, kind of he kind of revolutionized what a point guard should be or what a player should be in the NBA. The defensive tackle position is a position you don't see as dominant as the defensive end like a Von Miller or somebody else like that. This man here is the league leader in sacks at the defensive tackle position. <laughs> like that's crazy. Bro, 14 and a half sacks. Though, when Vic Beasley won when he won the sack title that year, he had 16 sacks, 15 sacks. This man in the week right. 11. Yeah. That was like 2 or 3 years ago when they whenever they went to the Super Bowl. This, yeah. this is we- Dog, that's laugh. ridiculous, bro. Hey, this is just ridiculous. So, I have I have to shout out Andrew Luck because he he actually been balling and he deserves some talk. Big Ben deserves some talk. A lot of people deserve talk, but man, Aaron Donald he ain't make all of the best plays, the best defensive plays in the game. But he he scored fourteen points last night by his play alone. By his shit, dog. You I just watched this man play, bro. He dominates everybody that defends everybody that try to stop him. He dominates them.
1: And he yeah. little. And, and putting Two and putting in Two inside of him that
0: like, really helped open things up. And they still doubling and tripling oh, yeah. him, and, and he's still getting sacks every game. He getting a sack every game, and last night he got two strip sacks. Oh, this man balling! Oh, man. Balling man Yeah, but I definitely, I definitely got Andrew Luck for comeback player. Yeah,
1: like that shouldn't even be close to me. I agree. And, and, and at the end of the season.
0: I agree with that. I yeah. or, or Adrian Peterson. Uh, yeah. If Adrian Peterson finish out the year strong, then you kinda you can you can make the argument. I ain't gonna say it's it's not clear cut. Depending on how it depending on how they play out the rest of the season. Adrian Peterson actually He he came. He already won it once. Like he won it once. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Well I mean y'all got anything y'all wanna say about my what what I said about them people or y'all good to move forward?
2: Uh I will say
0: I put Michael Thomas at like number four for MVP talk. Oh, that's that's big, bro. Cause I don't even think he the lead leader in like receptions and all that stuff. I think I think Zach Ertz the lead leader in receptions. I think Thielen got uh-huh. the Thielen got the yardage. Uh, and I don't know who got the touchdown. I think Tyreek Hill tied for number one with somebody else for touchdowns. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know who to put up. The, I I don't know if he. I think he's great, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think that's a debate though. But, uh, actually moving from NFL MVPs to NBA MVPs, you know, we got some people like me and Shia was saying, it's almost like you got to pick, uh, weekly MVPs in the NBA because every week it seemed like a different person picked their turn to dominate or to continue to dominate. And it, it shifts the, the balance of power and everything. Uh, so we got LeBron putting up 51, uh, Kimba put up sixty, then forty three. Kyrie put up forty one night. Giannis still averaging, uh, seemed like twenty eight and fourteen. Uh, AD then shook back and he scoring forty and fifty points. I mean, everybody balling, man. What you what you think about LeBron scoring a fifty one on our team, Shy, bro? Well, I don't know about our team, but that that's what the one was impressive
1: on my team, the yeah, Lakers. He definitely. That game, he's picking up on himself. You know, They had came off the law. And I think the ironic part about this 51 was that LeBron playing against his old 2 you know, Miami. A lot of people forgot. You know, he was making a check back to Miami, a.k.a. Wade County. But Wade uh, wasn't playing. I think Duda's wife just having a child. Congratulations, Gabriel. And Dwayne Wade on that, by the way. But, um, sure. yeah. Yeah. Wayway, Way actually in the interview with Dwayne Way, uh, I think it was yesterday, he said it was disrespectful for the guy to come to his house and score fifty one while he was up his death. You know. <laughs> and that, that actually leaves leads me to my next point, which I don't wanna get ahead of, of where what he but you know has a big hand coming coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow night yeah. he'll be coming back to Cleveland. Yeah. So that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what he goes out and do. In that game as well. But, see, what you think about
2: it? I know he better go and drop 80 on Cleveland. <laughs> I know that. I know that. You know what I'm saying? You Both of y'all 80? know Dwayne Wade. He got to drop 80. Y'all know Dwayne Wade, my favorite player, bro. So, yes, I feel I feel, I feel the same way he feel. wouldn't have did that, my dog would have played as I feel about it. I didn't say that you way, way would have locked him up or nothing like that. But he wasn't going to do that. We probably would have had 59 is the way, way
1: would have put it. Oh, I thought he but was going to do it. Oh, okay. I thought I was like, I'm was right we gonna do it? <laughs> okay, what kind of stuff we're going to do? What do you say?
2: That's kind
0: of stuff
2: we're going to do for? No, I'm done. Nothing gonna do, son? All right, so it's y'all just supporting y'all fucking teams and shit. Right, but look, man. <laughs> uh, look, man. Uh, him, him, scoring gonna You know what I'm saying? It, and he might have some a problem with Ted Riley or something. You know what I'm saying? He maybe he did feel like he had to take it upon himself to go out there and, and win that game <laughs> in in Miami. Um, but, I mean, bruh, the, the Lakers are, uh, well, they, they, they semi-struggling right now. Uh, they, it's not the show that people thought it would be consistently. It's not that kind of show. So, I think they are still just trying to figure it out. Uh, and what he did in Miami, that might not be the answer because it, it, it was without the Wade playing and stuff like that, <laughs> so I, I think they still him, they still trying to figure it out. Oh, man. Man. They still trying to figure it out. Uh. All right,
0: she said. Look, all right, all right. So LeBron put up 50. I think he didn't like the night before the, the the game before that he had scored like 40, 40 something huh, uh, shot. I forget exactly what his uh, stat line yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, forty four ten and forty four ten and nine. Yeah, I mean they won. Yeah, they won. Yeah, won, huh? yeah they won. They they on, they on it the live? street. Right now, I forgot who they played in that game. Uh, I don't want to lie, so I don't want make it. You know, they actually, they, they lost the game right before the 50, 50 point game. They had uh, lost to uh, Orlando. And, oh, yeah. But, but the game before the, that, the game before that was
1: the and, point.
0: Yeah, okay. Before the court, well, yeah, so, All you right. know, look, he playing good basketball right now. I mean, really and truly, his stat line is 28, 7 and 8, basically, something like that. I mean, he's yeah. shooting a three ball from, they, I think, I, I think. From 30-plus, he, like, top two, three, shooting three ball. Um, as far as percentage goes, he's up there with Steph Curry. Like, as far as his percentage goes. I ain't saying he's shooting better than Steph Curry. I'm just talking about the numbers.
2: Uh, but, I don't know, man. The numbers might be skewed a little bit. But okay. He, yeah, I mean, he's yeah.
0: shooting the ball at the same clip as Steph Curry from 30. So, I mean, it, it yeah, is what it is. I don't feel. know how
2: many people shoot from that, So, that's why I'm saying. Well, the I mean, you
0: could – Dwayne Wade, don't shoot.
2: If only if all, if all the, if the three people shoot from that, then you know a lot more so than three matter.
0: people. No, you but this is how I, this is why I understand. And I ain't so talking about. You you huh? I ain't getting sidetracked, but you ain't watching the NBA because everybody shoot from from thirty. Am I last shot? Have you been watching the NBA? Shot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just cooking <laughs> it out. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing yeah, man. I'm oh, saying. cause I'm like, dog, no. dog. They got people shooting from thirty. Trey Young shooting from thirty every game, every game. He, a, he a rookie, dog. Yeah, Murray, Damian Lillard. I mean, it, I mean, come on, dog. They got a lot of people shooting from thirty. KD,
2: they more like twenty nine. All right. Anyway, dog. Anyway,
0: anyway, dog. LeBron been balling. Um, I mean. The way they talking, like, now, nah, like, he came became the front runner again for MVP. But it seems like somebody else is going to score 50 points next week. Kemba Walker just scored 60 and 43. He shined on the Celtics. Put up 60. I don't even know who he put up 60. On, but he put up 60. Kemba Walker, small guy. Kind of remind me of, I guess, like an Allen Iverson, kind of that street ball mixed with fundamental style uh, type player. Uh-huh. He, could, he could fill up the bucket. And he balling right now. Is he the MVP? AD, he balling. Is he the MVP? Like, who y'all think? Do y'all think? When do y'all think this race will be more clear? Because right now, it's all over the place to me.
1: After all, still to separate this. Uh, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was just about to say that. After the all-star break, it's typically. Well, that's when most of your fans really come over from football anyway. You know, yeah. the football waves be typically over here. And everybody really starts dialing in and dissecting, so. Yeah, yeah. Should... But what's the year? What's the separate themselves, Especially record-wise, too. You know, record-wise, MVP normally goes for top seed. I mean, that's a record, but the term, uh maybe about three years ago when we average a triple-double, it's like a or fix But typically, goes a uh, one or two seed. Um, I think that's going to have a lot to do with determining, you know, who's the best player at the top of the standings. Uh, and that's, you
0: know, who will really separate themselves. Okay, okay. Well, um, yes, some some big news happened in the NBA over the last week and a half. Jimmy Butler got traded from Minnesota to uh, the Philadelphia uh, 76ers um, for uh, Robert Covington and Sarich, I believe, and they got traded over to uh, Minnesota. Um, who do y'all think is the winner of the trade? And does this does this put – the 76ers in the top three of the East, if y'all didn't have them already in the top three. I don't know, because I I didn't. Not currently, I didn't. But go ahead.
2: Oh, shit. I I couldn't even tell you, bruh, to be honest with you. Uh, Truly, I I, want to say that the Sixers won because they got a player like Jimmy Butler, but they did just lose a guy who knew what well, he was on. Uh, first-team uh, uh, defense, Robert Covington, yeah. this past year. Past yeah. year yeah. So yeah, he was. I first-team. Was- yeah, yeah, yeah man. Was. They did lost first-team defensive player. players. Uh-huh. advantage now. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> what? They
0: did it? They
2: did it. I mean, nice. I, um, uh, so, I mean, I'm about the Sixers. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, how well him, Ben Simmons, and MB play together. Uh, but I, I don't know, to be honest with you, brother. The East is so – it's like – He's tough this year, man. He's really tough. They got a
0: lot of good teams. They do. They got a lot of good teams this year, bro, honestly.
1: So like
0: it, the Raptors it, it, are way for really than What it. it seemed like. The Bucks seemed legit this year. I mean – then you got like little teams like Charlotte who got a player who could dominate you in any in, in, in night. you 60. Like, that's crazy. Like, they, they actually pretty decent this year, the East. It's going to be
2: interesting. next still early. There it is.
0: It's that's
1: still it. early. What you think, Sean? So we really got to really see. Um, yeah, I think it's early. I think it's early. But. I got the I um against the Celtics, even though they're, they've it been really weird lately. I don't know what's really going on with Boston. I mean I guess it's just gelling because it's still it's putting a lot of them pieces together, even though they was they were together last year but they didn't play together last year due to injuries. Right. With some of those guys. Yeah, and, um I gotta acknowledge the but uh I'm, I don't know said different year with them uh what lights which went off but it seems like that is a completely different team the way they're playing and kind of is probably a season away from being best player in the league if you continue to be the if you're right now but the Bucks are really playing really great basketball and I think the Sixers is right there after the Bucks but I don't know, you know, how well they're going to jail. I don't. I think they won the trade. Any, like she said, anytime you get a superstar player, you won the trade. But they only won the trade if they're able to retain Jimmy Butler this off season. If Jimmy Butler walks, that trade is terrible. It's a terrible trade. Yeah, yeah. I because agree. you get, you got rid of Cyrus, You got rid of shooting. Who's the, not, who, who's the modern day stretch four? Like that type of guy anything, you want to get Darius Styles. And first team all defense, Robert Covington. And he can shoot. Uh, and, um, he's big, he's big, yeah, he's a yeah, he's a 40%, you know, three point shooter. And Bennett, he's, he's a good, you know, bench points all come in these solid minutes. You know, you, you gave up a lot for Jimmy Butler, and if you lose him this offseason game, that's going to set your team back a couple of years.
0: Okay. I agree, and Ben Simmons just needs to figure out how to shoot from further than ten feet uh, efficiently, so he can he eventually gonna have to create that in his game. And I really think Jimmy Butler gonna at some point in this season either work with him or get on his ass, like or if that's or if that's the same thing, because that could easily be the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Where he get uh-huh. on his ass. To work with him. That's his way of working with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got his own ways of being a competitor. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know who won it. Yeah. I agree with Shy. We'll see by the end of the season.
2: And and the thing with Ben Simmons, to me, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of his games uh, uh, to even, like, really truly recognize his attitude or, or his will to win or want to win. Um, uh, But I don't know if he has that right now, that, that will and want to win. So much that he's putting up a hundred plus three point shots before practice or after practice or in his off time or whatever to, or even 25 foot shots, you know what I'm saying, to, to want to be better. Because I, I remember when we, we felt like Westbrook couldn't shoot, you know what I'm saying, from further than what Avery Tennessee, like Ben Simmons and now he, you don't have, you know he's not a great shooter from three,
0: but you know he had a chance to make it now. You know what I'm saying? That's a fair comparison, though, son, because Ben Simmons won't even shoot. Like, he won't shoot. Like, Westbrook, He we just we knew he couldn't shoot because he was missing shots that he actually attempted. Ben Simmons won't even attempt that. Right.
2: But what but, but, but I'm trying to get at is that you can see the work that Westbrook put in to better his shot.
1: Been, you know, know what I'm
2: saying? Develop. Yeah. yeah. You, you can see the work that he's done. But he still can't shoot. And it, not as well as other players, but you can see the work that he's put in, I though. See it. You, you yeah. see a yeah. difference. Yeah. I mean, better. I'm just saying, he, can't, he still better. really can't shoot.
0: You know
2: what
0: I'm saying? He's not a shooter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He shoots.
2: But, but, but he can't shoot. Yeah. But you see the difference, though. You see yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. getting yeah. better at it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I understand.
2: Whereas I mean. with Ben Simmons, you. Kind of just see, see him going to yeah, it's just the exact same thing over and over. Like you're not adding anything to your game. You know what I'm saying? Well, not not in that. And department. I understand. I understand. He uh, yeah, not in that department. I understand. He he's young. He hasn't been. You know, we had what there's gonna be like a second full season of playing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Really, so you know, we we still have time to see that. But it's it's gonna be interesting. It 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 is gonna be interesting because if he doesn't do anything to change his game, uh and he doesn't uh become what Rondo was or what Rondo is, then God, uh, he, he he might suffer a little bit. Your your atleticism only gonna carry you so far, man. It's
0: so, true. I mean he's a smart player though. I mean I think he's gonna be okay, I just think. I just I don't know how that's gonna work with him and Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler had problems with other players because uh well I think it was more money than anything, but he just ain't feel like they was really giving their all. And if he feel like you ain't giving your all, he's gonna call you out. That's just that's that's his reputation. It precedes him. He gone into a team of very opinionated players. I don't know how much that's gonna rub them. Because really and truly, you know, some people might say that. He not Jimmy Butler coming in as the third best player on the team. But to me, he better than, than uh than uh, Ben Simmons. I don't think he's better than Embiid, but I think he's better than Ben Simmons because he he not afraid of big moments to to take advantage of the game and actually shoot the ball. And to me, that's I want that player more than somebody who's gonna make up the right pass. Like I want the player that's gonna make the shot more than I want the player that's gonna make the right pass. So, um, uh, in especially in this dynamic. So, I I don't know. But that's up. That's up uh, to see what's gonna happen. But actually, we got some imploding, implosions with the Wizards. Uh, <laughs> they talking about blowing up the whole thing, which people been saying this now at least since last season. I want to say even before that, you know, like they just been. I don't know if John Wall. Probably, I don't know, but they talking about John Wall and the whole team on the on on the uh, on the bidding blocks. Anybody, you can have them. You can have a whole team. Basically. Every player. What y'all think about these wizards? And they the just acquired uh what you would call it, the White Howard, which is kinda wild because he was finally trying to find himself and make himself a better player, work on his offense and do something with a decent team and he didn't rely on what he walked himself into. What y'all think, man? I remember I remember
1: when this offseason season happened and we talk about offseason, season acquisition and y'all asked me about the White <laughs> Howard. I remember y'all asking me about the White Howard and I refused to acknowledge y'all on that show. Y'all go back and listen to that uh, too you yeah, remember that. And this is why I don't acknowledge the Rao Howard, though. I has not made a single bit of difference since he's been on that too. It's not a fact, we have gotten worse. The White Howard comes, people start cursing out their clothes. <laughs> they don't wanna play with each other. John Walters to Scott Brooks fuck him and then they had to talk to him. he went apologized apologize after Whitton but and then
0: the new man the
1: new to the is not going to win right. the Whipido's is not going to win with that team man. they got to blow it up but the problem is when you give Idaho Porter a hundred million dollar contract now you can struggle to find two who's gonna want to play with that kind of money you almost going to have to attach an asset to him just to get a team and take that money out your book. Bradley Bill is is a great player. And uh, he's getting paid close to Max Money, which is which is well deserved. So I don't think you have a problem finding a trade partner to to get Bradley Bill. I think there's some value in Bradley Bill. Wall is making Max Money, but it's, it's, this league is so full of good point guard. Right. It's gonna be hard to find a team that's a point guard away from really, you know, taking themselves to the next level. Man,
0: John Walsh, you
1: might find boy. someone like Phoenix. You might find not like Phoenix, you know, who are taking take a, a rich guy there because I mean, at the end of the day, who is Phoenix spending money on? You know, they got to pay somebody. I mean, they're paying Devin Booker. They just, uh, I believe, extended Devin Booker, but other than is. that, they're not paying any long term money. Yeah, they're not giving up any long-term money to anybody else. They got a reason on a one deal. They got the other 80s who rookies, you know. So they may take a, a shot and put together a trade package, some draft picks, some young, attractive pieces, and, and take a flyer on John Wall. But the Wizards are really in a tough spot. They're not going to do anything. It's almost like, you know, when you reach your mm-hmm. breaking point. And you just decide, okay, we are just gonna blow it up and start this whole thing over because we built this for wrong.
0: I agree. She, what you 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 uh you got any you got any info on this? Like you you know you know everything that's been going on with the Wizards, bro. You've been hearing about this foolishness.
2: Nah, this is my first time hearing about it, but uh, only have one word.
0: Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I respect that answer. I respect that answer. I personally agree. Um, It seemed to me, because at one point in time, I thought John Wall was at the point in his career where he could have made a step forward to be that other style of, of point guard but be dominant at it because he could score, but he wasn't a shooter, but he could score and he could assist well. He was fast, very athletic. I thought he was about to change the the outlook of it, but it seemed to me like he kind of going in the opposite direction. They saying he out of shape. They saying he just a problem. He got a bad attitude. Uh, and then like you say, shot the way his uh, contract is structured, he getting more and more money at the end of his contract. So I think his last year, he's going to get paid like 40 million or something like that. It's Like crazy. Like, so he's getting a lot of money crazy. towards the end of the end of his contract. And I mean, so he, a, he, a, uh, a dysfunctional player. He's inefficient on the floor at this moment, not that he can't be efficient, but he's inefficient at this moment. Um he doesn't get along with his teammates, doesn't get along with his coach, and clearly he don't get along with upper management cuz they they want to get rid of him. So they and they open about it. So they don't even care. Uh so I don't know. Uh you know, I I see how you kind of tried to make the the point of Dwight Howard being cancerous. But I think we should. I don't think we should play. You don't play with the flu, and when you comparing it to cancer, you see what I'm saying? The White House might be the flu. Carmelo Anthony is cancer. Uh, the Houston Rockets actually have been winning since they have stopped playing. Well, let's just let's let's just say this: the Rockets have determined that they're gonna separate their ties with Carmelo Anthony. Um, they don't feel like it's a good fit for either parties. And that's kind of how they're keeping it very general. Um, But as I said, like, I like to refer back to old episodes. As I've said in an episode, why would you want to invite cancer to your organization? I don't know nobody that would take a shot of cancer for a championship. I don't get it. I wouldn't do it. And as you can see, soon as you get enough chemo and radiation and you get rid of the problem, You start to shine again. So my question to y'all is, since Melo is no longer a member of the, well, not technically, but he will no longer be a member of the Houston Rockets, um, he won't be a member of that that team by the end of the season. Uh, We don't know exactly when they're going to do all that stuff, all the technicalities. But my question to you guys is, is Carmelo Anthony going to go down as, if not the worst, one of the worst Hall of Fame players of all time?
1: Uh, I, I mean, I can't,
2: I can't say that necessarily, uh, but I will say he liked the Floyd Mayweather of basketball, because
0: he know how to, he he, he,
2: he, he know how to, uh, the motherfucker know how to get a bag, bro. <laughs> That's just, yeah, he know how to get a bag, but, but I don't know how he, he, how he does it, he, he picks the, he picks the right opponent. A team to be with in his, in Melo's case, and he gets a bag. It's, huh? it's like, Mello, see. It's but his last three teams, his, his last three teams, he he doesn't he done got bought out, huh? a bought out his contract.
0: It's, it's called Melo tushi It's not Melo no more.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. My fault. I wish I knew his, his middle name if he had one, so I could say that too. But uh, I don't know if it was uh. His marital issues—they call it in the plummet. <laughs>
0: okay. Or, okay. what? I, I don't
2: know. I don't know what happened in his life to to cause the to cause a problem. But you, you can't go from being uh, this guy, this this awesome ass player, you know what I'm saying, in the in the regular season and, and whatnot, to now we just looking forward to see. What you gonna do in the offseason? Who, who are you gonna, how many points you gonna drop on people in, in some high school gym somewhere? Are you gonna be wearing a hoodie? You not gonna be wearing a hoodie? Mm-hmm. You wearing a headband again? Like, what? you going you gonna wear one long sock, one short sock? What you doing this year? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I don't know, man. He, 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 I'm really disappointed this, this, I'm really disappointed this season, man.
0: How I many? In, in Carmelo. I mean, you know LeBron and them—they kind of got mad about it. They went to Twitter. Him and D Wade—they doing Carmelo wrong. See, Carmelo should have did should have took the D Wade approach. Got his wife pregnant, and then took off for a couple months while he was on paternity leave, and then he wouldn't have these problems. Then you can't blame Melo because he actually take care of his baby, being a good man in the eyes of the people. Cause see, we can't even we can't even talk bad about D Wade right now. Even though D Wade not gonna have a good final season, but we can't talk bad about him because he having good stuff going on outside of basketball that's just bigger than basketball. And we ain't gotta talk about how bad he is on the court. But Carmelo Anthony likes to express himself on the court in a way to show us that he really not that good no more. But my fault, Shot, I'm getting in your way. What you gotta say about this? That my question.
2: Oh no! Before you start, sir. I don't respect that.
0: Chill out.
2: Son. I disrespected the man. I'm, I'm not, not disrespecting. Don't respect my I don't
1: You my really, you really with me, on
0: the crew, <laughs> dog?
2: Respect <laughs> my dog like that, bro. Come on, son. Yeah, okay. Before yeah, I'm right more respected than that dog. He helped you. He helped you, your dog get get one title, bro. Chill out.
0: And he, and okay? it's, it's the same thing, though. It's the same thing. Either way, either way, we're not talking about LeBron. We ain't gonna talk about LeBron like that. We don't never talk about LeBron like we talk about Melo. Let's just keep it G. And, or we just not. We not going to talk about D-Wade like we talk about Melo. We not. So I'm just using that as a it's way to, say, to news, say he should have went that route. Son. Go ahead, Shot.
1: Um, okay. Well, Melo Carmelo Anthony is not the race Hall of Famer in NBA history. Let's get that out the way right now. I have a couple people. Thanks to my intuitive research. Do you remember the Portland Trail Blazers in the late 90s, 80, 2000 2000s? I don't know if you guys, if, if you guys yeah, uh, remember you I remember them, like Damon Stoudemire, all them. In... That's what you
0: talking they, about? They had,
1: a, yeah, they had a center. Hello? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, I'll just make it down. They, had a, they had a center by the name of Arvidas Sabonis. Anybody remember him? Yeah. Anybody remember him? Yeah, that? yeah. I Alita mean, Siddonis, I don't know if you guys know, but he's in the Hall of Fame. What well, he you known no. as accomplishment? Did you, 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 you care to know his accomplishment? As far as? No, uh, uh, what, what Hall of
0: Fame he in? No, nah, he, in, he, in, he in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Go ahead, though. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. I I, I know he was uh he's one of the pioneers for European basketball. For
1: Lithuanian basketball, yes. yes. But, but he, is an, he is an NBA hunter. No, um, he's averaged 12 points and seven rebounds for his career. He's never been to an All-Star game. He's never won a race. No first team, second team, no third team, all NBA. No all-defensive players. So all August is the team. Yet he's in the Hall of Fame. His only accomplishment is he made all rookies first teams this rookie season in the NBA. And you mean to tell me he can be in the Hall of Fame and Carmelo
0: Anthony doesn't deserve to be in the Hall oh, of Fame? I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I guess what I'm saying is. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I don't remember I am not remember I don't that Okay. Um, do you remember a guy that
1: ran for ran for president in um, 2000 named Bill Bradley? Bill Bradley? He played for the Knicks. Yeah, he played for the Knicks in 10 years.
0: Okay. Yeah, he Bill played for the Knicks
1: in 10 years. He I won. Um, he, that day. Oh. Yeah, he, he was one. He, he made the offset team one year, and he won two championships. His career average is 12 points and three rebounds.
0: And he's in the Hall of Fame. What are we talking about? Okay, I got. I'm gonna tell you what we are talking about. I'm not there. Oh, I'm not done.
1: Okay. I'm not done. Yeah, what, what <laughs> since I since I
0: was old school, for the old school, do you remember Yao Ming? Oh, you are talking about people? Yeah, I remember y'all. Yao's impacts on the you whole mean, thing, bro. This is Eddie. I I not hear you, man. Huh? I say these are people. The people and you mean, name. Well, I don't know about the second guy, so I'm not speaking about him. But to it. Two of the three people you name it, are very impactful people in the in the culture of of the culture of basketball. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If they're in the NBA Hall of Fame. Well, they're in the basketball Hall of Fame, right? That's that's that's, that's what we discussing, right? Yeah, the basketball Hall
1: yeah. of Fame, not just not NBA. We're well, the basketball right? Hall of Fame. So, so this is get kind from the college
0: championship then right? If we're speaking about our this, then right? Leading is again. Probably one of the most dominant freshmen in college basketball history. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking, I'm not taking that away. What, what actually what I'm asking is something that made, she made me think about relative to the greatness of Carmelo Anthony and the fall that he has, that he has encountered the cliff as Max Kellerman Mm -hmm. would put it is the Mm -hmm. worst cliff we've probably ever seen relative to his greatness. So, relative, to, relatively speaking of his greatness, these two people that you named us, we don't uh, well, uh, we know of them, but relative to who we thought they were, we didn't expect them to be Carmelo Anthony, anyway. We who battling? That's a different were. question. That's a different question entirely. That's a different question entirely than the
1: question that was previously posed about. Well, I said it. I said he the Hall of Famer. What? Yeah, and that's the question I'm asking I. He didn't say about the clip. You didn't say. That in your a, fucking a pose, because then I could, some, I could go to people like Tracy McGrady who fell off the edge of the earth, Grand Hill. I'm talking about people like that. <laughs> they fell off
0: the face of the planet Earth. Touche. Touche. Trace McGrady went out they're better than Camillo, though, but Touche. I don't know. He, he went out, he went out I for the San Antonio you know, and He didn't play eight minutes that's And And that was actually better to remember. Than to getting cut from a team because you can't cut the, you just can't make you can't make the cut. Ain't nobody think that. Well, Trace- we got to see
1: how the end, we see how to end of the book. How to end of the book, that's
0: true. I we think he's retiring. But I, I I don't think I personally don't think he the the the, the worst NFL, uh, Hall of Fame of all time. I, you know, it's a question of to peak interest. But when she said he fell out, when he she was just like he don't think he ever seen a player that, that was that good. That just not that good no more. Like he just not good no more. Like it's almost like it's almost don't even seem realistic. The 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 type of player he was. He was one of the best players, like of our time. Like I don't think we seen at at the time he was great. I don't think we could name twenty players or even probably ten players that was better than him at his peak, at the time of us watching. I don't think we can. Mike can, and he he ain't. Can? Probably not. Pro- maybe. Uh, yeah, probably not. Probably not 10. I, maybe you had to five.
2: Really, yeah, you, had to probably not, you had to really had to dig deep and make some, you know, excuses for, for a few people, make the argument. But yeah. probably not. I mean,
0: that's true. And I agree. I, I can say LeBron, D-Wade, Kobe Bryant. Like, that were dominant when he was playing, and he was up there with them. Because when Shaq left, basically when Shaq left the Lakers, and help D Wade get a championship. Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan, Duncan. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Well, she don't. Okay, <laughs> but as far as yeah, being a, yeah, yeah. an individual player, we thought Carmelo was one of the best. At least, at least, maybe for about eight or nine years of his career, we was like he got to be top five players. Yeah, yeah. And he ain't Dog. dog, dog Carmelo ain't supposed to be. This bad, dog? It's just not supposed to be this bad. I mean, I don't know, bruh. Like, but the thing is, bruh, like, even though he he has summative and stuff, and we we like to think he, he was top five at some point, he never made first team on the NBA. So you think it was a figment of our imagination? No, no, I think he was actually good. Maybe he
2: just was never top five good. Like we always, yeah, you, you, you always
0: knew he was a great scorer. Oh, that's a killer! That's a killer point, dog. That's a killer point, dog. He, we know he was always a great scorer, but he never made
2: first
1: team, top five players make first team all them At some point in their career, I could, I, I can debunk that though. You know why? Because he came, he got drafted the same year as one of the and, best players in yeah. NBA history at his position. If Melo comes out any other time, man, if you get drafted any other time, he makes the first team all MVP. That's true. Yeah, I feel like Melo should have won MVP. And he didn't win it because they gave it to LeBron. Yeah, I feel like like he should have won that
2: bitch. They gave it to LeBron. That's true. When LeBron had 12, 6, and 2 or something? He had a bad stat line or something? How
0: they just gave it to him? He clearly deserved it.
1: But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, he did not deserve it more than
0: Carmelo. Well, I, I'm not going to say that people haven't got had better seasons than, you know, the person that probably wasn't the most deserving got the, the MVP, uh, quote on, uh, a.k.a. Steve Nash. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's just be fair. I understand what you're saying, but it ain't like LeBron was just putting up uh, 12 – 11 and 8 or whatever Steve Nash was putting up 20, 11 and whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, that's all I'm saying. Go ahead though, son. I get what you said. Yeah, yeah. It could make sense. I don't know, man. I think that's interesting though, she bro. I think what you said is interesting. It
2: is. Interesting. I got to see You, you say what? I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure he had, he had to the, the second team.
1: I'm sorry,
2: a
0: second. Yeah,
1: he
0: did. I mean, I get no, I what to said, too, but I, I feel like I I just feel like dog as great as we projected him to be, what she's saying make too much sense because it's like it's almost like we he was he was overrated like the whole time he been overrated. That's basically what she said without saying it. No
1: that. man, this is the part that he wasn't overrated, bro. What though. did that mean, Sam? Is that not overrated. the same
2: thing? Carl Muggle is not overrated, man. I, yeah, I don't think he was overrated. overrated wow. I, I, I think he was a, a, a hell of a player. Uh I think he just ran into the wrong situations. to be
1: honest with you. I think so, too. Bruh, yeah, I, I think he
0: So debatable,
1: dog. I think he made bad career decisions. Oh, I think he made Awful career
2: decisions, oh, dog. Like he, I think, I think he, just took the, he just took the, uh, the route of, of I'm going to get this bag rather than going to get this ring,
0: Like, but you, you know, know what I'm saying? I agree entirely. But you know what's funny, I agree though? Like when you look at the path of a lot of other NBA players right now, like currently. They getting a bag from their teams, but they getting a bag outside their team seem like a lot more than what they are getting it from their teams, right? When you think of LeBron James, uh you think uh uh Kevin Durant, yeah. uh even Steph Curry, but, a lot of these players, they getting a lot of money yeah, outside of that. And all of that's and all of that's
2: coming uh,
0: that we see,
2: all of that's just coming like within the last three to five years, though. Son. Like with and, with and with the increasing of of these contracts and, and stuff like like remember something like Conley was a high paid player at, like for a moment fool like
0: he was a high paid player at a, at a certain
2: point you know what I'm saying so yeah, I thanks. it it just came it just came with the change of of not only the the economy but the the change of the fandom for for the NBA like it, it, but, it really but, has
0: grown since he hit the league but what I'm I understand but that's actually so that that would have put him at the forefront of it for the most part of like this 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 change that not, we've been seeing in a sense, but through a lot of change, he's not necessarily because for you to be at
2: the forefront, you had to be forward thinking, and his way of forward thinking just, uh, like, wasn't it, along wasn't along that route. But if it's he, funny, it's, so, it's, go ahead, sir.
0: I've, I
2: got a point. Because because all, all, all I can all you really all we see from this forward thinking is him getting a bag from his contracts. You know what right. I'm saying, but, and, and choosing the different markets that he going to.
0: But this is my thing, son. This, yeah, and this, this is this is what just throws me for a loop. Cause iron sharpens iron, right? You hanging right. with some of the people that's the more forward thinking. Because even Chris Paul, Chris Paul make a lot of money outside of the, his NBA contract. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? You got a lot right. of like forward thinking friends, like close friends, like my my our children hang out friends you know what i'm saying like right why are you just that, a, really mean that he don't do that though i understand that but and i'm not saying he's not successful i'm just saying that you would think that he would take on ventures. if it's really about the bag then why not he's marketable as fuck. like it ain't like he's not marketable he he never only time he wasn't marketable when he did the thing that you brought up early in the show that i'm not gonna say again but that's the only time he, yeah. quote unquote, wasn't marketable. Other than that, he's always been a marketable player. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, he could be a personality thing, though.
1: It could be. But... Camilo Anthony has had, a Jordan, has had a Jordan contract from the minute he walked through the door of the NBA. Yeah. So it's not like he wasn't making money off the court. He just wanted the maximum amount of money on the court, too. Which I can't blame him for, but at the same time, when you take that route, you sacrifice things. When Carmelo Anthony got traded from the Vivian Nuggets to the New York I don't know if you he signed an extension. So when his whole draft class became the agents when Bosch, Wade, and LeBron decided to all hit the agency and go to Miami at the same time, Milo was locked down already in New York. Yeah. He had just signed the extension. He had no way of you know, knowing that that was about to form, because I'm sure he would have been a part of that. When he found his extension ahead of time in New York? Ah, uh-huh. uh-huh. uh-huh.
0: uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah. So, uh, what, what
1: you were saying, Sean? I was saying, yeah, he was he was locked down to his situation already when you know Lebron, Wade, and Boss decided to make that to make that that partnership and go win a championship in Miami. But and they had disgusted it
0: just so with before that, though, bro. They had actually talked to him about that. He just decided he wanted to take I'm, the money. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Bad decision. That, that That's in
1: my point, what I'm saying. Right, right. So, right. when Amari when Sotomayor was playing life out MVP level before Carmelo died over there, and then even the first year they were together, they were playing life out. Then Amari gets hurt. Amari comes back, and Amari is never the same, again. But what I feel like was Carmelo Anthony's biggest mistake was when he became eligible for free agency and he made it to a the spot. The Bulls was trying for a run at this time. This was back before Derrick Rose went through his injury, I believe. And um Jimmy Butler just started coming around. Noah was, was great at that time. Simpson was solid. And... My mother, Anthony, took the bag and the New York mix who could offer him the max amount of money, and, and he took it. And his career just been downhill ever since that moment. He was a man for a couple more years in New York, and then look how that situation ended. He just made bad decisions when it came to his career, in my opinion. And that's why his career unfolded when it unfolded.
0: Well, you know, we can go on and on about Camilo and his poor choices and how bad of a player he's turned out to be in his later portion of his career and how great of a player he was in his other portions of his career. Uh, like she said and tried not to say and back himself up afterwards that Camilo was overrated for the most part of his career. So, uh, <laughs> you don't hear that like that. But
1: in, your, in your opinion... I mean, she
0: basically said that, bro. But either way, either way, uh, I, I didn't say that. She did. I just, I just, I just made it in layman's terms, just in case somebody misunderstood. She wanted to make sure they understood what she was saying—that he was overrated at his time of greatness. But either way, we we forgot to do this in the NFL uh, portion. Saints play the Falcons this week. Thanksgiving game, who y'all got, bro? <laughs> Why are we doing this, bro? Why are we I'm even just, doing it, Hey, this, the only reason we doing it, hey, it, I'm, I, look, because that's what we decided to do in the pre, in the pre, uh, man, Come on, man. I'm just hey, we picking a Thursday game, bro. The episode's gonna come out. Before the
2: Thursday game? I, I guess. It's, I ain't got no choice but the good things. The say ain't talk good about the motherfuckers all this time. going to make them all of a sudden just say the Falcons going to win. <laughs> this, is say, this ain't going to win, man. Ain't no, you know, real question about it. I don't have a doubt in my mind about it. I did lose. I'm going to be happy about it, but other than that, <laughs>
1: they picked the one. Yeah, I got. it. I'm gonna go with the Saints too. I got the Saints too, but I do think it's gonna be a close game. And people expect, you know, it's a division It's coming on a short week. It's coming on a short week. I know I everybody expecting a blowout, but I I really do think it's gonna be. I think the Saints is out here, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Don't quote me on that. No, no, it's in New Orleans. It's in New Orleans, it's there. Oh, okay, it's in in New Orleans. Yeah,
2: because
0: they
1: played
2: in Atlanta in September.
0: I remember that. Yeah, you're right. You're
1: right. yeah. 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 Uh, nah, nah, man. It might be a blowout. It might be. It might be. It might be. It <laughs> it's, going be movie. Movie.
2: it's going to be a blowout. Be a blowout. Be crazy this weekend, huh?
0: This week. Yeah, because uh, you Clashy this weekend. Who y'all? We don't, we don't pick black college football. Who y'all got oh, that my, game? My birthday is, is Friday, too. Let's go. Yeah, Happy
1: birthday. Yeah, man. Have a great yeah. bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Right right after the Saints beat the fountain. Right before the Bayou Classic Black Friday. Yeah, man, we're gonna be in the streets, man. Seat, man. So I, mean, I see
0: you, you said you said to me the last time, uh uh-huh. you know, about how it seemed like I'm turning into a Saints fan. You was like right after the Saints beat the Falcons, like that's celebratory <laughs> for you or something. Like, that's good. You like that. Nah, but I'm going to enjoy the rest of the city celebrating. <laughs> it's, it's a high
1: probability I don't survive this weekend, so it's my last five, right, I just want to it it's you next been
0: year. real, man. We'll see you next week. <laughs> we'll see you next week, bro. But all right, man, that wraps up our episode, bro. We appreciate y'all listening. Make sure y'all rate us, review us, subscribe to us, all the good stuff. Y'all be blessed.